Marvel DC Marvel DC Marvel DC DC Marvel 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 We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we're your hosts for this hour-long journey into comic book. Well, I guess it's sort of a journey into mystery because you have no idea what we're going to talk about, but uh, safe to say that we're going to be talking about comic books. We are? I hope so. Uh, Are we going to talk about cooking? I thought this was the cooking one we're doing. Yes, it's comic book cooking. (laughs) (laughs) It's, we're in a mood here at the Geek yes. Chat, guys. You're in for a, a doozy. I keep forgetting that this is live. So, um, <laughs> so again, I'm Desmond. Oh, I'm Rich. Again, yes, I guess. and we're going to talk about <laughs> comic books. And we've been talking about comic books for a while now. We're approaching our hundredth episode, if you can believe that. We've been doing this for four seasons, and yeah, I just am so amazed. Yeah, yeah, I'm so amazed that we're <laughs> still here and people still listen to us and. Thank you so much for listening to us. Yeah, we really appreciate you tuning in and listening to us, bitch. Yes, and uh, for you folks live, thank you so much for being here. Please uh, comment in the uh, the group. Mix L- Sorry, Mix L- LR. LR, thank you, because we're live, and, and you can comment in the chat room. And we or can you have... can go to our Facebook page, which go to Facebook and go to the Geek Chat group, like yes. us, and post. Yes, and then I'm gonna, I post links to the... Uh, live page and you or you can post in you know facebook or wherever you know just contact us we'd like to talk about comics and talk to you guys yeah but don't send us any mail <laughs> please don't because <laughs> we don't like mail um so rich what are we going to talk about today we are going to talk about the final days of superman i mean it's for me at this point it's sort of like a um an opera because in an opera, what happens is the main character, usually the uh, Paul can help me with this. Usually, it's the tenor gets killed, or he gets shot, or stabbed, or poisoned, and then he spends the rest of the of the second or third act singing and dying. Like no one ever dies fast <sighs> in oh. these in these uh, in these Ooh. operas. And obviously, this is what's happening on. to Superman. <laughs> it's been what like five issues, and it's, he's not no, dead yet. No, this is six. It's been six issues and he's not dead and yet. And DC renamed it. So it used to say Justice, what was it? Super Justice League Squad or? Well, Final Days of Superman sells it was better. Super League. Yeah. Eight part Super League. No. And then we went the Final Days of Superman. It's just, that sounds better. <laughs> you know, Final Days of Superman, you know, I think, I think the reason why they changed that is because of the whole. Uh, What's the last issue? Well, no, not just because of that. It's because. <laughs> Like oh, this, su- it is the last issue. no, 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 no. This Superman is like dying, so it's the final days of this Superman, and they didn't announce that until after um, Rebirth came out. So maybe they had solicited as the Superman before they realized they were going to kill the super guy. Oh, off. They knew he was dying. You think so? I do. I don't know. I don't know. So the final days of Superman, Part Six: The Great Pretender. Story and words by Peter J. Tomasi. Pencilers were Dale Eaglesham and Scott Eaton. Inkers, Eaglesham and Wayne Falcher. Colors, Tamu Mori. Letters, Rob Lee. And the cover was done by John Romita Jr. 
Klaus Janssen, and Dean White. So in this, we have the Trinity, which I got to say, out of all the 52 issues that DC has put out since the new 52, I kind of miss the Trinity. I really don't think we've gotten enough of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman just hanging out. And that's something I really missed. And now that Superman's dying, they've been hanging out a lot. So Superman. That's what happens. It's like you don't you don't hang out with someone for a long time and then they die. They're going to die and you're like, hey, buddy, I've always liked you. You're my best friend. <laughs> so they're, they're flying together and Superman gets uh, one of his... Um, episodes and he can't episodes well yeah and he can't fly anymore so he gets in and batman's all let me fly now oh it wasn't really like that (laughs) i mean it was just just like hey clark you can't fly anymore let's do this how about you let me do the flying sure okay just this once bruce it didn't sound like that either (laughs) it didn't sound like that either what um you know i actually liked this issue because we get a lot happening, and that was one of the complaints online, one of the reviews I read. Um, Superman, the fake Superman, and the old Superman that's going to be the new Superman all meet for the first time, and I, I thought that was pretty cool. Lois, um, like uh, 52 po- Lois meets old Lois yes. and Clark and their son and their dog and their cat, and it's funny because... I brought along Superman, Lois and Clark, which is a book that DC's been putting out with the old Superman in it with the beard. And I'm sad they're getting rid of the beard. They should have left the beard. We need a bearded Superman. I agree. It made him look more um, distinguished. Well, it just made him seem like like, hey, like I'm I've I've seen shit. Not that a beard makes you like I've seen shit, but just I know I like the older, more like seasoned. Yeah, I do, too. And so in. The last issue that just came out of Superman, Lois, and Clark. Um, old Superman and old Lois and their son, they discover their son has powers too. And the son gets really pissed because he did not know anything about where he was from. He felt like his parents lied to him all this time. And then you go and read this week's action. Well, the last action. And I really... The way that John Jonathan was written, I don't know if he knows yet. But then at the end, it's like, Dad, and I don't know if that dad is supposed to be your flying or, or what's going on. I don't know if they wrote this in for people that aren't reading uh, the Lois and Clark book. But, yeah, everything hits the fan, and, and the Trinity looks at the the part of the new Superman. It's really weird talking about this because somehow Superman's powers are going to go to other people. So like part of his power is in this fire guy. Some part of his power is going to be in Lois. Some part of his power is going to be in the new Chinese Superman. Well, they already established that. He, he was, they used the DNA, right? Right. Well, that's what I mean. So this Superman actually has a part of him, his solar flare power. Yeah, but we haven't really... Like, I don't think he can shoot like solar beams no. or shit like that. I mean, but of course he has the eye beams. And, and all he's that. strong. And the issue after this in in the next Superman Wonder Woman, the last issue of that is them going to confront the old Superman. And I'm really hoping that that's where we get the seeds of, will you replace me? Like that is what I'm hoping. And as a whole, I think that 
so far we're six issues into this final days of Justice League, Super League, whatever they're calling it. And while not every issue has been great, I am enjoying, it's kind of like the passing of the torch. And like we said in earlier episodes, I don't read Action or Superman because when it started, they didn't know what they were doing with Superman at all. His personality, and then he got his solar flare powers and the book was just like, ah, no. So I actually am enjoying these last couple issues of Superman in action. And I'm really looking forward to the rebirth, which starts in a couple weeks with the rebirth 80 page special for $2.99, which you know Des and I will definitely be reviewing because we haven't been the most positive on this new 52 for a while. And I don't really think that between us, we actually stopped reading DC. So we're both looking forward to reading some DC again. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did you think of the issue? I thought it was good. I thought there'd be more interaction, but hey, we might see more interaction later. Um, I wanted to see more. Like I wanted to see. Well, it's only twenty pages. I get it. I think there was a lot in this. Though. No, no. There, trust me, there was a lot, and I and I liked that they had to get through doing the whole like Chinese Superman thing. And um, do you think that was the bump? What do you mean? Do you think so far? The narrative of the story, the bump, the like the speed bump was the going to China. Yeah, I mean they were because they were doing too many things. Like they're trying to set up this new Chinese Superman, and the only thing that looks integral to the plot is um, this fire being Superman, in which I'm assuming he's going to have to die because he's killed people and he's crazy and and he's unstable. So I'm assuming like now was this the Clark Kent or yeah. is that a whole other version too? This is him. This is the crazy Clark yeah, Kent. This is the crazy Clark Kent that went in there and killed people and all that other stuff because he believes he is Clark Kent. And I don't know how or what happened. I want to know how he found out about old Superman. Uh now that's another thing. I have no idea how he would know about old Superman. And that's something that they didn't they didn't touch on in this book. Maybe they'll touch on in the next book when they have their duke it out when all, all of them have to defeat him. I think it was cool. Three Supermans in one book. But I just love that like bearded Superman was like, my family, I'm out. Bye. I got the same family. Fuck all y'all. Deuces. <laughs> Seriously. He like, you threw off them deuces and he was out. <laughs> it was like, I'm gone. I loved it. I was like, he was like, you destroyed my family. Blah, blah, blah. It looked like he was getting ready to fight the guy, right? He was getting ready to like fight him and then like, like sad sack Superman shows up and Batman and Wonder Woman. He's like, all right, I guess y'all have it handled. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I was just like, damn, Superman is not one to be played with. He's like, I'm out. So we've liked issues 51 and 52. (laughs) Yeah. Out of 52 issues. I mean, I tried it at the beginning, but again, I was just like, eh. So keeping on with Superman, we are going to review next uh, the adventures of Supergirl, which is the comic book that is based on her TV show. Um, and I have to say, I really enjoyed it. I mean, partly because the price is two ninety nine, and that's amazing. But um, yeah, it is a two ninety nine show. Uh, two ninety nine show. That'd be awesome. No, it's a two ninety nine book, and it's set in the world of the CBS show. It was written by Starling Gates. The artist was uh Bengal or Bengal, and the letterer was. Uh, Sada Timofonte, color artist was Cat Staggs, and yeah, it is. I liked it. I know Rich, Rich's mileage is going to vary, but I liked it because 
number one, I really like the artist. The artist really has a way of making her look happy and um uh, it's he youthful and very um it's this weird sort of half anime type thing but not it's like american anime but i say that only because like she has these really big eyes it, it, he, the the artist is like a mix between like jason peterson a little bit oh i that's yeah but but a lot Pearson. yeah thank you i noticed that a right? lot in this heavily heavily yeah. i don't want to say influence because i don't think he was but i noticed shades of jason pearson i yes. love his art and at times i was like i had to keep looking to see if he was like a guest penciler or something yep but yeah it um unfortunately in this one we don't see any of a lot of her supporting cast except we don't, for win except for yeah you see win but you don't see jimmy you don't see cat you see his sis you see your sister and you see Martian Manhunter, but he is not in his... He's Henshaw. Yeah, he's Henshaw, but I think he, he's the one that used his powers to wake her up. The red eyes and all mm. that. I think he used his powers to wake her up. And the villain that they're looking, they're, they're trying to stop is Rampage, who... Were you happy to see Rampage? I was, because I think she'd be cool on TV. They really changed her origin for this. Yeah, they did. They kept her name... But well, changed the it. entire spelling. Funny thing, She's her like, her oh. sister mm-hmm. was actually the Moyer is the last name of the doctor in the original origin. Yeah, and they they gave her a sister, and they like he said they they turned her into DC's version of the Big Orange Hulk. But I but I liked it. I liked that she had this smartness, and she had and she was from a planet, and she was experimenting on, and she was in Fort Ross. I like I, I liked her backstory, and I really hope that she's not dead, because I get that in the TV series, you have budget constraints, and you have to tell a narrative and all stuff like that. But in a comic book, you don't have that. You don't have to. Well, you still have to tell a narrative. Yeah, you, you have the narrative, but you don't have the restraints of the. Um, of the um, screen, yeah, the exactly. So you can do more with this, and so I liked how she was using her powers. I liked that she was, you know, kept in this in the cage. I didn't at the beginning. I was kind of like sad that they went, they went, and they like the first couple of pages was like a rehash of, oh her, my of God, her story. It's the fucking intro. I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, it's literally the intro. Uh-huh. I really hope they don't do this every time. I hope not either. You know, because that'd be really shitty if they do this like they do on the TV series. You know, it's gotten to the point now. Where I'll sit there and I'll fucking, I shit you not, I'll be sitting there watching Flash or Supergirl or anyone that had those openings and I'll just sit there and mouth the whole thing. And I'd be like, I'm literally like standing in the mirror and I'm like, my name is Oliver Queen. I was. <laughs> I fast forward through them. Do you really? I do. I like listening to them. It's so fun. Anyway, <laughs> back to back to this. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it literally is just a comic book representation of her in uh, from the TV series and and it's and it's other it's other stories that I'm assuming happen within it. Like I don't think this comic is going to influence anything that's going on oh. in the TV series. I do think that the TV series most likely will influence what's going on here because yeah. it's easier to do that. So and I really hope that they use this in a connection. So like what is what we see on the screen is a little bit more fleshed out in the comics. Like if they introduce a character on the screen and that character comes back like Livewire. It'd be really cool for her to do some other stuff with Livewire here. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, that's always it brings up the the issues of continuity because what if this happens in here but they don't reference it in the TV series, 
but something happens in the TV series, but they reference it in here. So it's just like how separate can it be? That's always the that's always the um, the worry that I have with books like this. You know, real quick, um, I think, and I need to check this. One thing I watched Captain America: Civil War again, and there was a scene where at the beginning where Wanda threw Captain America up through into the building. And he says, like we practiced. And it was something that they did in the comic book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And I didn't notice that the first time. The second time I saw it, I was like, okay. Like, was that just the throw out because they've just been practicing, quote unquote? Or was it something that was in the comic because they did something similar like that in the comics? So I was like, they were talking about, they did a, um, a Road to Civil War comic book, um, which, which kind of talked about the first mission that the new Avengers did. So it was just kind of cool that, that it seemed like they um, took that or or mentioned that or something. It could have just been a throwaway line, but it's kind of cool when they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But overall, the story was, I mean, it was standard superhero flair, you know. Um, I like Alex's, the sister, I like her rendition in this. I like how she's portrayed in this. It's sort of this really kind of cool ass kicker, although she's kind of an ass kicker on the TV show as well. But I kind of liked what was going on in here. I probably, if, if this team stays on it, I probably will end up getting it, getting the next one as well. Um, because again, I really like the artist and I like the show. What do you think, Rich? Um, I thought it was funny that it, they're in the helicopter, Supergirl and uh, her sister, and a bunch of you know army people or DEO people, and they're just talking about being sisters. And I'm like, does everyone now know your secret identity? I- <laughs> it's it really. Maybe she was whispering. Uh huh. We didn't see. Oh this no, she flash. wasn't. She wasn't whispering. We didn't see the dash lines right. around her speech bubble. Um, I thought it was really cool that they gave Jamal Eigel a a nice little uh, call out because I know, the guy's right? name was Eigel. I yep. thought that was pretty cool. And it seems like that you can do in in series like this. That I'm like, yes, you know, uh-huh. it's nice. I mean, you could do that in the television show, but they I did. Think they they were named Street Roads. No, I I get it, but. At the same time, it's like awesome that they actually have like the name. Yeah, that was a great picture of her coming out of the water. It's like, and it looked, it looked just like, like Pearson, but it looked just like Pearson too, like the right. face. Oh, I was talking about the, the reference. Oh, so yeah. So I know you like. I I am not a fan of giant eyes in my comic <laughs> books. That was uh, that was my really one distraction. Are everyone's giant eyes in Supergirl? But you know what? That's the manga. You element. have to look at it as Supergirl in this is just innocent that is what she looks like innocence um i liked it i liked it i like rampage um hope she comes back i i like the story i like the twist they did just i hated the big eyes the big eyes weren't that bad uh, it's just funny because i liked i honestly liked this a little bit more than the TV from the show, show. Uh, you'll have to tune in to our the artist really does it for me though so that's the thing that really helped out seriously the artist really helped out trying to promote here sorry you'll have to tune in to our brand new what you talking about point five episode where we kind of mash the two and talk about everything we haven't so stay tuned for that it'll be coming out thursday um so the next book we're going to review we're going to stick on our last DC book. I know. Fuck, we have three DC books. Actually, four if you count the Lois and Clark. Yeah. We're loving DC right now. Well, I wouldn't say loving. Four books out of how many? Shut up. All right. <laughs> Midnighter's last issue, number 12. 
Ah, what a sad issue that well, was. I have things to talk about that, too. Steve Orlando was the writer, and he is moving on to Supergirl. <laughs> which I will be reading. Which, yes. <laughs> uh, so, Aiko was the artist. He did different pages. And Hugo Petrus was the other artist. Romulo Fajardo Jr. did the colors. Tom Napolitano, Tom, I'm sorry, Napolitano did the letters. The cover was Aiko and... Farajardo Jr. So, the last issue, everything comes to a head. It's Midnighter, Apollo, Huntress, and kind of the Suicide Squad. Kind of. Versus the big bad guy, the big superhuman made up. Of both of them. It was an amalgam of the Midnighter and Apollo. Um, Yeah, a lot happens. They work together to defeat him. Burnt out his supercomputer brain and took his powers away and magnetized him and all this other stuff. I mean, I like the super science aspect. I mean, I only knew like a quarter of what was going on. And I liked how Midnighter, because of how he is, he has to explain how he beats you because he's conceited like that. So I thought it was kind of cool because it fit his character for him to explain how he just kicked your ass. So We get a Midnighter and Apollo kiss the end. Yeah, and like how they're trying to work it out. I like that he put them back together at the end. I do too. You know, um, and he apologized. He's like, "Look, I know I screwed up. You know, we're the best between us." Yeah, and he's like, "I can't, I can't see how this ends, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that." And I was like, "Oh, do you feel like he I was told f- to wrap it up?" Yes. Are you kidding? Yes. This issue was too jam packed. Yes. Of stuff that I'm just- sure he had tons of other stuff. I mean, like the the gardener, what he said to the gardener. Um, the gardeners, the other, the other gardener that was there was the one that stole all of his stuff. I mean, it's like, like I get it. And they left it open. They, they always leave shit open just in case because the gardener's still up there. I do think personally that Midnighter will return. I really do because. Of course he's gonna, but I don't think in his own book. I do think so. I think so. I think it'll be a new. I mean, I really hope it's not a new authority type thing. I really hope that it is a new, an actual new um, book that is Midnighter or even Midnighter and Apollo and have the two of them going around and doing stuff because I like their dynamic. I would love to see an actual, you know, um, gay relationship in superhero comics from DC. And I think that they are a really cool... um, because they play each other, they play off each other so well, and I think it would be fun to see them working together and be this sort of like different version of Batman and Superman, and that's why I think and, it, and they should meet Batman should meet him and they should meet Superman and they should like have you know fondue. meet each other and fondue. Why would it be fondue? I don't know. But I think seeing them together as sort of like because I would rather see them Apollo and Midnighter than another Batman Superman kind of world finest. I would love to see a world's finest with those, uh, two. those two personally i think that would be amazing so what you're saying is nice and sweet and and in a perfect world that would don't happen you dare. don't you dare what <laughs> you're gonna rain on my parade you i bitch. am i am and i'm really upset and i i'm not i told my husband i was gonna get on my soapbox but i'm not i'm gonna actually keep it i'm gonna keep it calm but i get people coming in all the time looking for gay superheroes they want you know gay people they want to be represented. And we had a great conversation with Jace um, about that. But it, it comes down to support. 
So every time someone comes in and they want a gay superhero or they want something gay, they a lot of times, the majority of people, I, I don't I want to say everyone or all, I don't like to use those words, but they want unrealistic ideas. They want Superman and Batman fucking or Batman and Robin. They want something that isn't going to happen. Well, I want porn. So here, DC actually gave us Midnighter. It was well written it was drawn beautifully great story Mm -hmm. here's a gay superhero book but gay people don't want to support this book because number 11 of midnighter only sold 9,435 copies oh shit you know he's serious he's got numbers y'all i am because i'm fucking pissed i'm fucking pissed off that people want and don't want to support them because it might not be what you want, not you, our listeners, we love you. But when people come in and you, you say you want X, and they give you X, but it's not what you exactly wanted. Well, you want X, but they give you like maybe X plus two. Yeah. But it's X is still there. It just has this extra stuff on it, but it's not what you want it, but it's close enough. Yeah. So I have so many people. Now, granted, our store is in the Castro. Um it is a gay neighborhood, and our clientele, a good percentage, are gay. And everyone that comes in and bought this last issue of Midnighter, or the trades of Midnighter, because when you buy the first trade, I always say, well, there's one more. It'll be wrapping up the story. And they're like, oh, it's so good. It didn't sell? And unfortunately, no, it doesn't sell. 9,000. 9,000. And that is why, Des, I'm very sorry I can't wait to see what number 12 sold. 9,000 is not a book they're going to bring back. Of course they're not going to bring back Midnighter. That's why it's Midnighter and Apollo. No. The, I don't. I think that they tried, and unfortunately what they got back in return is going to show them not to do this. Well, did you know uh, on the co- the letter on the masthead for the mid- for Midnighter, the, the title, underneath it it has a, a crescent moon, mm-hmm. but it's facing to the left. On his chest it's facing to the right. Mm. That's why it was canceled. That's right. <laughs> Bad continuity. Uh, but Rich is not wrong, and I really believe that when you want this stuff, you got to kind of support it no matter you know what it's giving you because at least we're getting it, and, it, and the genre is very underrepresented and mainstream. I mean, this is not that many gay superheroes that are that are doing their own things. Especially so. the fact that it doesn't suck. I mean, it, it, it usually, across the board, is getting good reviews. But we, our society we live in, what I may sell high of, a store in North Carolina probably won't sell a lot of Midnighters because he's queer. He's some damn, I can't say it, can I? What? I can say queer. Yeah. I won't say the other word. Okay. Regardless, people, we need to really push forward and want this stuff. You can want it all you want, but you got to buy it. You got to buy it. Thank you again for tuning in and checking out the Geek Chat. We're here live every Monday from 6 to 7 on MixLR. If you miss an episode or any of our other episodes, you can check out um, this season and any other season that we've done before on SoundCloud. Search the Geek Chat. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Tumblr, and on Instagram. We are also on YouTube, but again, always search the Geek Chat. If you want to talk to Rich or myself, you can always uh, join the Facebook group, The Geek Chat. Always search the Geek Chat.
All right, Rich. So what's next on the docket? Don't 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 do that. We don't want to get. The I know. I don't want to get us sued by uh, Miss uh, Judge Marilyn Nuyon. Million. Million. I love her. She's really kind of cool. Um. So we're gonna dive into Marvel. Marvel now. books. Yay. I like so Marvel. You do? Yeah. So we're going to talk <laughs> about the next one, the all-new, all-different Romper Room Avengers. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> you're burning so. my soul with that comment. Because <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so like this huge like age gap. <laughs> in this week's installment of the Romper Room Avengers. I mean, I guess Vision is kind of young, too. I mean, because he's like, he. this is the new version of Vision, so he's not too old. But yes, we definitely have like... You know, we have like parent Avengers. We just got a brand new addition to the (laughs) Romper Room cast. (laughs) We need a, we need a, I mean, because you already, you know, that you need to join. Fucking um, Stature needs to join. That way we can have like a full roster. We could. Because we'd have like the Wasp. We'd have Stature who is technically, you know. She is a kid. No, no. She's technically like uh, Ant-Man slash Giant-Man. Oh, yeah. So then we'd have like, you know, we need just like a young Thorling. She's a vision. Maybe Dazzler from, maybe maybe Thor Dazzler from A-Force can join them. We'll be talking about that book later. (laughs) His eyes flared. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. So the writer, I'll let you do this part. I just did the last one. What? No. I like when you do it. You have such a nice speaking voice yeah all right so it's all new to all different x-men uh, all, new, all, <laughs> they're all the same intertitles it's terrible so this is all new all different avengers not to be confused with all new all different x-men writer was mark wade that could artist, be the romper room x-men too it really could artist was muhammad as as asra okay now who's butchering what i hope that someone uh mentions that in it you know, a little Cover artist is Dave McCraig, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. Who was the letterer? Uh, Corey Pettit. Okay. Who was the inker? The uh, well, there's no inker. Oh, so he must have done. Yeah, he did. He did his own. Oh, good. It looks good. Like he's a really strong artist. Like I like the way he, I like his art style, and I've liked his art style um, when he was doing stuff for Dynamo uh, Five. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bam! Took us back. Took us back. So boy, if we were doing the geek chat when that was out more people would have read it i agree that was a really good story um so what'd you think about the new wasp well the wasp is introduced and i love her costume though you know i love her costume except for that weird out of place belt buckle no no belt just this weird i like it it takes away from the design the sleekness of the design of the costume i do I no, I have to disagree with you on that. I think this is very Look, I'm Tim Gunn and you are Heidi it's Klum, a very okay? Classic, <laughs> it's a very classic look that that takes in what like the original Wasp's costume is. Yeah, with it just doesn't belong there. With a different color scheme. I, I love the it. side flare. I love the, the shoulder pads. One thing that really pisses me off. It's how if, Jarvis ripped, ripped the helmet her, off. Yeah. So if you're going into battle, oh, just I'm going to pull your head. No, that was <laughs> stupid. I didn't think it was kind of silly. Like he just like, had to rip that shit off her head. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. Unless Jarvis is like half robot now. I guess. Would have ripped her head off. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> bugged me. Um, yeah, and Jarvis being all pissed about like, you are not hers. And then he and then he found out like and then he's like, Okay. They've said Martha. I mean Maria. <sighs> but they said like, Hey, this is my mom and from his first marriage and yada 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 and this yeah, but and that. Did you notice they totally did a Martha here? Everyone they were fighting and he was mad. And then she says, Maria Pym and they're like, Oh, okay. 
let's be friends. Well, that's what I mean. Like, they're not going to, like, DNA test this kid. Even I mean, the faces. Even Jarvis. He went from mean Jarvis to smiley Jarvis. But, like, you're just going to take it on faith that this girl is the daughter, the, 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 the daughter of of Hank Well, Pym? she told a, a really good story about a man with- I don't with, care. A man with a, a star on his arm took her to the red room, and they're like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Come on. You can join us. But- but again, this was back when Bucky was the Winter Soldier. I know. So why wasn't she conditioned or brainwashed or... She was too smart for that. They even <sighs> said that. Once they found out she was smart, they're like, oh, here, here's a little uh, Pym particle. Why don't you work on it? Oh, yeah, because the daughter of Hank Pym is not going to find out what it, what's going on in Escape. Right. Uh-huh. I, I, was a little o- <laughs> I was a little over the story. Seriously. I'm like, we're just going to take it on faith that you're who you say you are. Yeah, this was some... Um, I talk about lazy writing in TV shows. Now. This issue, while fun and exciting and really nice to look at, was really light on actual <laughs> I was like... Because Jarvis was so pissed. Like, mm. he was so mad in his face. And then it's like, I'm going to tell you this heart-wristing story, and then you're just going to love me. Well, and first he's like, I'm going to sure. say Maria. <laughs> Which actually all that happened. They they do a good job of explaining. I mean, that's that. fine and all, and I think it's great that that they're able to like live and honor their continuity. It is that's this, great. It's the legacy Avengers. I mean, this really is and becoming that's beautiful. That. That's fantastic. But come on, I would think Tony Stark would be a little bit more skeptical. And in the back, I, I mean, love no, no, it. no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He did say, "Was well, she lying?" And no, my, I can read her heart rate. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Seriously, give her and then like the whole thing with vision and the and the and the disembodied arm trying to kill people it's like enough with the vision being like this weird crazy uh, you know did in the you kang read, thing did you read last week's vision no i don't so read so fucking good so fucking good um i know terry really likes it it's a really good book i when the trade comes in i'm gonna tell everyone to buy it because it's so good so in the back in the do you read letters or did you not? I do not read letters. Oh, I love reading the letters because people bitch. But they also sometimes are nice. While it doesn't have the original Captain America and the original Thor, the mix of new and old characters keeps things fresh and makes it feel like something I haven't read before. Well, I wish... Okay. We- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's good and all. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yay? <laughs> I mean... I- <laughs> that's a lot of people's bitch though i have a lot of customers <laughs> older customers that that refuse to read this because it's not their no i heroes. have no problem i think it's i think it's an interesting story it's fun i'm getting tired a little tired of kang and the whole kang vision thing but but like how they introduced her i mean yeah you have to kind of take it with blind faith but i really think that tony stark would have been just a little bit more just a little bit more like, eh, we're okay, kid. We're going to do some DNA stuff. But at this point, we're going to... Because he was so, like, all these... Uh, or Captain America was... Uh, Sam was just all like... He wasn't even know, there. But I understand that. But I think Sam would be like, you know, what's going on with these kids and blah, blah, blah. Because he already was like that. Now we're just going to let another kid join the join the Avengers? Yep. Sure. I don't know. Just Do you think we're going to see um, Jarvis and whatever her name is going to see Janet? Why? Because the next... Because that was shown in the epilogue. Oh, I don't. This is. And then th- the next issue, they're going into space with Nova. I mean, before so, so they're somehow going to cram in going to space with Nova before Civil War Two. I could see it. I mean, it could run parallel to it. I mean, I don't see why it, it can't. I don't know. Just the one thing that just kind of stood out for me that whole when I was reading that whole issue is just like, 
This is all it takes. You know, seriously. Well, then throw in some tights and go join the Avengers. Uh, seriously, I'd be like, hey, I'm You're Black Panther's kid. <laughs> I was going to say Captain America. <laughs> I'm Sam Wilson's kid. There you go. My name's, what would you be? I'm 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 Chubby America. <laughs> let, me, let me throw this, throw this, nerf, this nerf shield at someone. <laughs> I mean, come on. Seriously. Anyway. Yeah. So another <laughs> X-Book. Uh, X-Book. <laughs> There are no X Men. There are no X Men books that were. We so want X Men to be good right now. It's so sad. So the next Avengers book we're gonna review is A Force, number five. Is this all new, all different A Force? This is the uh, A Force. <laughs> I can't say what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, the writer, you, you know, and they all get along now. Do you notice that? Uh huh. They all get along now. It, I can't say that either. Um, the writer is Kelly Thompson. The artist was Ben Caldwell. The color artist was Ian Herring. The letter, VCs Corey Pettit. You go, boy. Very Production good. design, that's a new one, mm -hmm. was Manny Menderos. And the cover was Ben Caldwell. Yay. Dazzler got a new look. Dazzler got a new look. She has two new looks, actually. Nico, yeah. Nico Captain, has a new look. Captain Marvel is unfortunately looking... Not too good in this issue. <laughs> she didn't look that bad. Yeah, he. Yes, the artist did give her a very strong jaw. Yes, and nose. Yes, she's she's very she's very heroic. They they drew her very heroic looking. Yes. Yeah, that's not the word I'd use. Uh, so very strong features. <sighs> this is Kelly Thompson's first single or solo issue on this book. And if you've ever listened to this podcast before in your life, you know I adore Kelly Thompson, and I love, love, love her gem. It's truly outrageous. Uh, this book is not. Oh, really? You didn't like it? It was a little rough for me. The How story. So? The story was... Let me tell you what I did like. There you go. I Surf, did like... From a place of light. Yes. I really <laughs> like Dazzler Thor. Or Thor Dazzler, or whatever we're gonna call her. Thorler, Thor, uh, Dazzler, Daz, Daz Thor, Dazzor, 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 Dazzor. There you go. So I really like Dazzor, and which was weird. I'm tired. I'm so annoyed with all of the weird Doom references and, and stuff. the people from Doom. I don't like. Ugh. They, well, they said what Singularity is though. That was kind of nice. She is a she is a pocket universe. That's right. They explained in her little bio now who she what what she maybe is. Franklin Richard made her, hmm. like he made the little blue ball. Remember, he carried the blue ball around, and that was the world that he created for his parents and everyone else to go into. Created onslaught. Remember that? Oh yeah, long 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 time ago. So you like Thor, uh, Thazler, Dazzor, Dazzor, Dazzor. Um, uh, why is she Hulk carrying a stick? I was gonna that. There's just some choices in this book, and I generally like this artist. Like, yeah, he did um, Prez. And, I, uh, I like this artist. I just don't like his versions of these women. I don't know. Something's it was up with Captain Marvel. Uh, she, Hulk, was, you know, she, she was good, funny. I did like the humor. It is interesting you brought up that they all get along. And I thought the tavern scene, while really... Uh, unbelievable was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was it, this issue was fun. 
But I don't know if fun is going to make people want to read this book all the time. Well, I mean, there's a lot of girlfriending going on. And there's a lot of, you know, um, like the villain is, is female and she's a, a shapeshifter and she can control people because she, as she controls Nico to do start doing some stuff. And um, I don't know, because I guess there's a whole bunch of anomalies that are running around. So maybe that's where this uh, Daz Dazor comes from. But I don't know. I I I thought it was kind of um out of nowhere that she hulk and medusa are really starting to get along like they like there was no challenging anymore they weren't challenging each other that much anymore i don't know it just it seemed like it was like a um kind of 180 on their personalities yeah because uh medusa wasn't saying everything like snarky and sarcastic this episode this episode this issue yeah i mean that's what i mean she wasn't acting like royalty she was just acting like one of the girls and i was just like so part of me is like, okay, they're trying to work to more as a team, and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe that's what they're, what they're going for is they're they're becoming much more of a of a sorority as a lack of a term, like more friendly towards each other and everything. But I don't know, there was something like I just don't understand why the the second Dazzler was there and Dazzler, Dazzler, and then the whole thing about you know Dazzler getting ready to die. Due uh, to the I was just about to bring events. that up. I you know. And I'm like, but she's died, and now she comes back to life. Is this what's going to happen? Are they going to, are they going to try to synthesize something from her blood to try to? I'm so over this Terrigen Miss bullshit. I well, really am. Maybe this is what, maybe this is what they'll do to how they'll fix it. Is they'll use something to do with Dazzler, and that'll be like Dazzler kind of feeling that she's able to help her people because of what Mystique did to her. Because we got Rogue, we got Sunspot, we got Dazzler. Who else is dying from this thing? I don't know, but it's like, really. I know it's it's boring. I I really hope that they end it soon. You know, we already lived through this once called the Legacy Virus, <laughs> and I had to watch poor little Ileana Rasputin die. She came back though. She's I fine. Know. They all come back. It's a clone, but she's fine. She's fine. So, on the Geekometer, you really want me to rate this book? <sighs> it was hard. Uh, and the thing is, it's not that it was hard. It was just like. Okay, they're going in a different direction, and I'm like, am I gonna stay on for this ride? And I think at this point I am. I like the artist. I hope the artist stays on. I just hope he learns how to soften poor Captain Marvel, because. But I think, but and Medusa, like her face was really super round. You notice that too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just certain like I like his singularity was drawn like a cartoon character than a person. Well, it, she's kind of cartoony. Though. I know, but it was weird. Against some of the more realistic figures, because I will say for his this artist, he does draw, you know, realistic figures like the the actual when uh, Dazzler actually revealed herself. That was beautiful. Yeah. And then you have the cartoony, almost like Madcap, not Madcap, not Madcap, Slapstick. Isn't that his name? The one that was in the Avengers, uh, the kids book. I think that and he is, is a living cartoon. Yeah. It was almost like that. Well, she again, she's a pocket universe, so she has her own physics, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this is a book we don't want physics in. <laughs> Unlike Black Panther number two. Black Panther number two. Here. You want me to read it? You do. Why do I gotta read it? Because Because I'm black. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Didn't I read it last time too? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, this is horrible. 
okay. So uh, okay. We're writer is Stahinsi Coates. Uh, artist is by Brian Stillfries. Color artist is Laura Martin. Letter is VCs Joe Sabino. And design is Manny Madros. And the logo is Ryan Hughes. Oh, sorry, Rain Hughes. Sorry. And the cover was by Brian Stillfries and Laura Martin. Can I just say, what the hell? I don't understand the... What? The logo design. I mean, it's... it What... Well, they pay people to design no, logos. No, I know that. Maybe but it's the fonts and stuff. Like, there's a big thing for designers to do stuff like this. Oh, I know that's I mean, not maybe what I'm they, saying. Maybe but they did the first page. You what, know, they designed. What, what? What's so special about that logo? I don't know. It's. I mean, this is the logo that that's going to probably appear it doesn't on everything. Even, but it doesn't. It's not. What the? It's a not a bad logo. I mean, the the capital B and the P. Yeah. Then you have like the flat tops on everything. I mean, yeah. it's it's very boring. It's not that it's boring. It's, it's boring. just. If anything, the number two is boring on. Anyway, we're getting up. Yes, designers come in and they just design stuff. Uh, probably most likely, mo- most likely layout or how or how like the negative. It's like this is a much better page. The um the title page is, in my opinion, is is really really nice. What do you think of the story? You know, and then on the bottom, real quick, in the bottom, it's like Black Panther created by you know Stanley and Jack Kirby, but it's offsets white offset against his chest. I don't know. I, I like the design. I think it's not bad. Um. What do I think about the issue? Well, there's two competing stories going on. Um, and the first one was the there's revolt. Three. Well, it's technically three, but in this one, there was only two so far. No, there was three. Uh, no, they really only talked about. They really only f- talked about the the main ones were were those two. I mean, they they have the 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 side story going on, but it's only really just. Well, the back pages were all about Shuri. Well, I know that, but that's that's a. That, I read that more as an epilogue yeah. than anything. Because we have we have Black Panther fighting the, um, they defined your power too. Yeah, yeah, letting you being uh, attacked by all of your, um, your which I thought was gorgeous. Yeah, the different colors and all the people uh, fighting him, which was his, um, uh, it was his failures and his, um, his lack of confidence, stuff like that. Now that was very kind of kind of cool how she was. And how she was infecting the people because Black Panther had not, um, was not there being a effective king and ruler. Yeah, I like how they say that uh, my enemy is not a re- uh, beguiler, but a revealer. Yes. She brings out of all of us the awful feelings that we have hidden away and makes them manifest. Yep. So I know now that this is who I am. Might, shame, and rage. And he uses all that to kick all their asses. Yeah. Only to find out he's like, you know, we'll take care of you and they're like he says your king will provide for you. And the people that were kept are like these men were providing for us. I was like there's a slap in the face. Yeah. And but that's the thing. It's like I want to know that's one of the things I don't really understand like about what's going on with Black Panther. Um is I always thought that there's always been somewhat of turmoil between the Wakandans, but mainly I thought it was from people from the outside trying to get in, you know, and I just think in such a technically advanced society, they would have found ways to high, um, mine this vibranium, uh, vibranium without using like, like labor like they do now. Like, I, I don't, I just don't know how the Wakandans would still be, um, I know. I always think that their their society would be more advanced than what is portrayed here. 
and it's kind of like eh, it's kind of weird to me and i'm just trying to think like i'm trying to reconcile how how the t'challa and and um the ultimates who has all this super science knowledge would not be able to apply that to his own people um to make their lives better and that's the disconnect that I'm having a little bit between his character and how he relates to with the people that he governs. It's weird, you know, um, for me. But the second story about his two um, bodyguards and their lesbian relationship, I'm blanking on their names. The Midnight, their, their names are in the front. Uh, they, they're... Um, they're Anika and Ao. Yes, and like their love affair and what, and what they're trying to do to to really help those downtrodden uh, people. The Midnight Angels. Yeah, the Midnight Angels. I actually want a Midnight Angels miniseries. I think that'd be great. I love them. But in the next issue, we get to see them fight against T'Challa. And, yeah. And I want to see what's going on. I don't know. I just I'm I'm reading this book and I'm like, hmm. I'm I'm just not. Some of it is some of it is really good. Like that that whole their whole introduction and their whole uh, motivation, everything. I'm getting that. I'm getting that. But T'Challa and, and how the Wakandans are being uh, portrayed. I don't know. Something about that just doesn't sit right with me just yet. I don't know, but I again, I'm in it. I want to see what happens. Um, I want to see where the story is going, and I love the ending uh, with Shiri and all them. So I want to, I, I want to know what's going on. What did you think? As I was reading this, I thought of all the people that complain that you go that comics, um, they're not written well. That that you know they take a minute to read. And I think this book and this writer and his background, this book is not something that you go through quick. This actually was That's so true. a really good read with amazing art. And I actually like that we're getting the political, we're getting behind the scenes, we're getting the traitors who are actually not traitors. They're doing something for their own people. Um, I really liked this book. There's been people I've people have come in that it's boring and that there's too many words it's or whatever. It's not boring at all. Um, <laughs> there's shit happening in almost every page. <laughs> and I think that the art shows that Marvel can put out some really, really well done, a really well done product, I'll say. Because Black Panther actually was the breakout star, one of the breakout stars in the movie, and I think, I think he was the breakout star. The timing of the book coming out is perfect because what better way than having in the number one movie of Captain America Civil War, this character, his movies coming out. What a great way Marvel to introduce people that have no clue who he is on this book. And the writer and artist are on it for a while. It's not going to be six issues and they're gone. So, yeah, you have a lot of complaints about wanting to know more. And I think that since he is on for longer than six issues, I think we're going to get all those answers. It's just going to be a very long narrative. And I'm I'm loving this book. And that's why I'm in for that's why I'm in for the long haul. It's like maybe this maybe Wakanda is changing or something is happening that's going to um just change their society and what's going to happen. You know, I I don't know, but I'm I want to I want to know what's going to happen. So, uh 
just something little. I loved, loved, loved when Black Panther um, snuck into the, the border and they show he's jumping on some guy. One thing I always loved about the original Black Panther costume were the lines in the the boots mm-hmm. and the the gloves. Yeah. And they kept that. It's just a simple design, but I love it. I love that it's it's not your average boot because you can see his toes because it makes sense that he would not have like boots on. Yeah. It's like, like very ninja like. Everything about and then when he gets hit by bullets, you see the vibranium like the the bouncing and you see it in the armor. Just some really smart, well done art choices. And I love that we didn't have to wait six, seven, eight issues to find out about the villain. Yep. They explained her power. Yep. And what she does and who she's there for and I don't know. I I'm I'm in it to win it. So. I really like that book. All right, Rich, so we have time for one more and I know it's one that you really really enjoyed and it's it's one from a couple weeks ago and we wanted to talk about it because it's different it's different than than i think um a lot of people are are used to yes so it's renato jones the one percent and it was created written drawn and owned owned is very important by car kyle andrews um car andrews I love his art. Um, I do want to say lettered and designed by Jeff Powell, edited by Sebastian Gurner. Flats was Alice Ido. And inspiration, whatever that may be for him, was Nicole Andrews. Oh, probably his wife or daughter. I'm going with wife. So Renato Jones is a rich boy who is happy in his life being the 1%. Or so we think. He, um, we get introduced. It, it's all over the place with story. We get it from when he was a child, <laughs> yeah, when he was an adult, and we get it the now. And the now is him going after the one percent. And in it, a good portion of this, he is with um, this really scumbag rich guy. Yep. Who says dude way too much? <laughs> yeah. Like way really too does. fucking much. And something happens and they're trying to find out where this vengeance guy is coming from. He's come to attack him. And it's the ones it really is a book about the Occupy mm-hmm. mixed with almost like a Bernie Sanders message. Oh well much more bloody. <laughs> but with the Punisher's Yeah violence yeah the punisher's ideology but based but put towards the one percent yeah it's really what it comes down to and renata jones is is here to basically kill the one percent they've destroyed this country they've imprisoned the masses they have escaped prosecution and judgment but they won't escape me so yeah so he's like a uh punisher vigilante for the uh, against the one percent for the 99 interesting uh very i think and i believe that andrews is going to go there with his with his message he's gone there I mean, no, this no first issue i think amazing. he's going to continue to go there um he did a lot of work he did the venom spider-man venom or <laughs> with the penis yes and he did uh iron fist and his art has become a lot more of this grittier 
Frank Miller style. He's gorgeous. I love how he mixed the black and whites. I loved how he mixed. It's a very aggressive style. The color. I love how he mixed. There's a page in which he's watching his mother die, and it's in his underwear. It's it's, it's it's he's a child, and it's all in this. It's just two colors: a very heavy black, and the whites and the outline of the eyes. And right away, I'm like, this is fucking gorgeous. And as you get deeper into the story, and the way the scumbag just dismisses people because they're illegal and because he thinks they're worthless. It really is a comic book for now. It, yes. It's really speaking about what's going on in this country, but with things like you can't just go blow someone's head off. And but I, he can. But he can. I want to know more because how did he, how did he live with getting stabbed through you know, the skull? Like There's little things in this I cannot wait to, to find out. And they used the the big fat pig guy used like technology to make himself turn into this Hulk. It was it was a crazy book. Yeah. It's going to a second printing. So if you if you come to whatever and you want one, let me know you want a second printing. But uh, I thought it was I thought it was by far one of the best books I've read in a long time. I enjoyed it. The message was fun. You know, the message is very now, very timely. I like the message at the back though when he was basically talking. Oh yes. About when he's basically talking about create, 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 own your stuff, create your stuff. You're not chasing money or fame. You're chasing life. You matter. You have to say matters. Uh, what is in you matters. So let it out. And he talks about creating. And yeah. Desmond's always, it's so funny. always creating. It's so funny. I think Marvel must have did some bullshit to him or something. You think this is this is this is Car Andrews the you know against the one percent? Well, I don't know because like the last thing he did was he had creative control or a thought at least of a uh, Iron Fist, and he was doing Iron Fist for a long time, and then he just says, "I'm done." He just left. So I'm assuming. I'm assuming again. This is just my own thoughts that maybe something happened and he didn't like it. And this, this is you know, because he's really like very clear that I own this. This is mine. Oh yeah, even on the cover, the owned is in red while the rest is in black. And all through it, it talks about owned and he owns this. Yep. So get out there, folks. Own your shit and create. And as always, a special thank you to our sponsors, because without them, we really wouldn't have a show. So I want to give a special thanks to Club Card Printing. They're the ones that help us do all of the fantastical prints that you see in our palm cards. And if we ever do posters, we're going to get them done there. So if you're in the San Francisco area or if you have a computer, check out clubcardprinting.com. We also want to thank Gene Gilmet. He does all the amazing artwork for the show. You can check him out at rltpress.com. Yes, Gene, I, I, and I don't take it personally that Rich is always trying to kill me. So, <laughs> also want to give a special thanks to Terry Miller. She is the mistress of the mix board and makes all those lovely sounds that you hear uh, during the Geek Chat. Also want to give a special thanks to our major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street in San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out online at whateverstoreonline.com and on Facebook under Whatever Store. So, yeah. Um, this that, was a fun show. Yeah, that's a show. Uh, I want to say, sorry for last week. That, you know, I'm just getting ready, um, studying for finals and getting stuff done. So um, I'm very excited that... This is my last week of finals, and then I go into break, and I'm probably going to take a, 
a, a summer course. So who knows? But tune in for Thursday for our point uh, five mixed with our uh, what you talk about Facebook and what you talk about all of the uh, TV shows recently and then we're going to come back in a couple weeks and and give the final of of all the season endings so um i'm rich Uh, you're rich i'm rich you're desmond (laughs) i like being (laughs) you for a minute (laughs) i'm desmond i'm rich and we'll see you soon Bye. bye